What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. Today we're gonna to go over uh, another one of my drafts that I did. I did this one this morning. I think it turned out really good. Uh, we'll talk about everything I was thinking about during the draft, maybe go over <laughs> what other teams were doing I did not understand. Before we do that, a few quick announcements. Number one, the Discord is free for everyone now. Uh, it was gated last season. Everyone can join it right now. Uh, you can go to my website, thefansfootballadvice.com. I'll probably put something on the homepage if I haven't done that yet when you're watching this. I uh, just go to the draft content tab. It is the first thing at the top. It says join the Discord. Click that and join the Discord. It's very easy to do. Uh, there will still be gated channels for everyone who gets all in. And if you have all in, you can go to the website and just connect those two again with the exact same process. Very simple. But yeah, it's free. So if anyone wants to join, you can do that. Um, also, while we're on the website... Uh, what's also free to view and probably won't be up if you're viewing this at like 8 or 9 a.m., but will be up the day you're viewing is uh, the league winners from last season. So that's free to view. Um, you can open that page up. It's going to go over um, basically just the players who were on the, the highest percent of like playoff teams and championship teams, but also broken down onto like if that team drafted and kept that player, if that team traded away or dropped that player. Uh, or if that team acquired that player, whether through adding or trading. So we'll be analyzing that in like other videos. I'm not going to analyze that now, uh, but a really cool thing to look at. Again, won't be up at like 8 or 9 a.m., but will be at some point uh, the day you're viewing it, which should be Wednesday. Um, other updates. If you have access to the site, uh, this one's premium for everyone for all in. The draft strategy thing is run. So because we have the league winners, it means all draft strategies things were run for last season. And I now have charts that show you the effectiveness of different draft strategies year by year from, I think, 2015 until last season. So you can really see, like, how has, you know, RB0 changed? How has drafting quarterback early changed throughout the years? Those charts are up. And then what's also up is the prospect model. So for the rookies this year, running backs and wide receivers, we've also got year two and year three models as well all up on the site, Dynasty rankings updated, Redraft rankings updated, Underdog rankings updated, FFPC rankings updated, so everything is good to go on the site right now, and we'll all continue to be updated, so even as we get closer to the draft, I'm going to be feeding in, you know, updated mock drafts, that's going to update the model, once the draft happens, the model will be updated again, so everything going to be keeping you updated, but yeah, if you haven't checked it out, check out the site, but I would say the big things of Discord, get in there, it's free, there's no reason not to be in there, so... How about the draft? As you can see, I am the first team on the left, and oh my goodness. So this was the $3 underdog draft. It's a new one they created very, very recently. Um, standard tournament style. So when you've got, what is it, weeks 1 through 13 or 14, I can't remember. Um, 1 through 13 or 14 is like your regular season. Get first or second place in that. You're going to keep advancing throughout, um, and then prize pools will like determined based on how far you go in that but you guys got to be joining this one like i i really don't understand um this is the first draft i did as part of this tournament and maybe i just got lucky but as you can see with just like a quick glance we've got a team that started off tyree kill totally fine in the first round uh josh on round two that's still fine but then lamar jackson in round three justin fields in round four watson in round eight like you, you don't need four quarterbacks that early. That's not a very good strategy. You want to do one even worse? How about this team right here? Third drafted team has one quarterback. 
Hendon Hooker. That's it. So that team's going to lose. Team, what is this? Five. One quarterback. Kyle Trask. We've got team, uh, what is it? Team 11, I think, drafted a billion quarterbacks. Yeah, they drafted Mahomes in round one, Herbert round three, Tua round five, Bryce Young round nine, Love uh, round 14, Ritter round 19. So as you can see, the ADPs are totally fine. Like, I don't think looking at this, you can really be like, ooh, this player went way too early or way too late. It's just that people have no idea how to draft right now. And so if you haven't signed up yet, sign up for uh, Underdog, promo code FFA. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. Uh, but if you've already done that deposit, which many of you have, go over there and check it out. Again, it's only a $3 draft. That's nothing. And it's so plus EV right now. I had no idea what these teams were doing. So what was my strategy in this one? Um, wanted to start off Jefferson. Had the one pick. I was like, whatever, we'll take Jefferson. No real strategy there. Um, came back to me. And I basically had the option of saying, I either want to start Jefferson and then pick two of like Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, Nick Chubb, Jacobs, Etienne. I don't think, you know, not a, a lot separating them. Just like pick two of your favorites. Um, I didn't really want to do that though. I kind of wanted to try um, sort of like an RB0 build in this one. Just draft a ton of wide receivers early. That's a very common strategy right now because we know the early wide receivers are going to be very involved in their offenses. Whereas, you know, we're... I mean, let's be honest, like the, the Jets are not going to be going out and drafting Bijan Robinson. Like that's just not going to happen. We know Brees Hall's role is secure. We know Chubb, Jacobs, like we just know these guys' role is pretty secure. But there's definitely potential that running backs, you know, get kind of blown up in their backfield through the draft. And so at wide receiver, that's not really a risk. Like Jefferson, Olave, Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, like it's incredibly unlikely that anything's going to happen this offseason to you know make them not worthy of where they're going so that's why people like to lean wide receiver early so i started with jefferson uh, i grab olave in round two absolute stud has Derek Carr quarterback now um i don't think it's some like magnificent upgrade right this isn't going from like um zach wilson to patrick mahomes like it, it's still not a huge upgrade but it's an upgrade and it's a it's an accurate quarterback it is a quarterback that we can trust uh and just him as a player is incredible so it makes all the sense in the world he goes early he's just locked into being very very good he, he's already like gonna be a superstar Metcalf I don't think I need to sell you on that one uh we know Gino's the quarterback now uh so that one makes sense there also weekly upside with him and then McLaurin another one probably shouldn't have to sell you on so first four rounds grab those wide receivers got to round five um I definitely considered Drake London here I was like maybe I can just go you know grab some youth um, if they go for a new quarterback, um, maybe he gets an upgrade there, but I don't know. I was thinking about the situation. I was like, if I was going to take a wide receiver at five here, I wanted it to be someone who could just truly break out. Like someone I was so in love with that, you know, could end up being worth like a first round pick, like be a first, second round pick next season. And not saying Drake London can't be that. I was just saying like the offensive environment, I'm not expecting like uh, an overhaul there where they're all of a sudden pass heavy. They're still going to run the ball a ton. And so it's a little bit capped what he can do. And I was like, if this is my fifth wide receiver, it better be a pick I'm in love with. And because I wasn't in love at this spot with any of like Kirk, uh, DJ Moore, Drake London, Godwin, Keenan Allen, I thought they were all fine. Wasn't in love with any of them. I was like, let's just go with my top running back. It was DeAndre Swift. Um, I wouldn't even say I was in love with Swift. I was hoping that Najee Harris, he goes in the mid-fourth round. I was hoping he would fall. Um, because I've actually heard, I've heard rumblings that like 
the Lions could end up taking a running back or something like that in the draft. Now, if they don't and they stick with Swift and um, Jamal Williams, then we know the Lions are going to be a phenomenal offense, very high scoring, even if they continue the split. Uh, Swift can be very good, and especially the fifth-round pick. I like that upside. Especially Swift is a great player in, in um, best ball because we know that he's going to have a low floor, but when he hits, you know, he can have an 80-yard touchdown at any time. Uh, he hits big, and that's what we like. So those are the first five picks. After that, obviously, as we know, uh, we talk about every single season, the cliff after round five, we know that the production is going to fall off. We have to be willing to assume some risk. Uh, and really what we draft, actually, I'll keep it kind of looking like this. Um, what we draft really will depend more on what we have done thus far. So I have four wide receivers. I have one running back. I go with Gabe Davis. Um, I'm going to mention this probably a few times with uh, a lot of my picks here. Um, Matthew Barry, I retweeted it. Um, you can check on my Twitter. You can go to Matthew Barry's Twitter. Um, wrote a really good article about uh, when he went to the Combine and he talked to a lot of people from around the league, just asking them, you know, questions about players from last year, players from this year, situations, how things are going to change. And what he mentioned um, was Gabe Davis. And he didn't come away with that being like, oh, Gabe Davis is like going off this season. Uh, he came away with that basically being like Gabe Davis might be might have been a little bit more injured than we thought early in the season. Uh, I remember early in the year he has an ankle injury. It wasn't reported that it was a high ankle sprain, but they kind of said it was a high ankle sprain, which are very difficult to play through. And he missed, what, like one, maybe two games from it. Usually people miss like a month plus. Like remember, that's the same injury that um, Mike Williams had. And he missed a significant chunk of time. And so maybe we can attribute some of that to that. Um, I would say Gabe Davis's ceiling is just going to depend on who they bring in. Because I think they're going to bring another wide receiver. If they bring someone in, you know, pretty high in the draft or in free agency, like it's not going to be great. Now, free agency, there's actually not that many good wide receivers in free agency. We'll talk about one later. Um, but yeah, I think if they draft someone high, this is a bad pick. But I was like, hey, this is the upside. You know, this is the player that is my fifth wide receiver. I do not need Gabe Davis to have a stable floor. I need the like three or four games where he drops 30. Like I need that ceiling to help me, especially if that ceiling happens late in the season. And so I just thought uh, he was just a good player to capture some upside. My other options that I was looking at was um, Jamison Williams. He goes like a half round before. I really wanted Aaron Jones. He goes a little bit before. Um, I was thinking about Damian Pierce. He was two picks before. I was thinking about Mike, Mike Evans. He goes one pick before. So it was a little bit unfortunate there. Um, but I didn't really have any other wide receiver options. I mean, I could have gone with Addison, but um, I don't think I've dove into the rookies enough yet to be confident in his exact value. I think I have him projected right now roughly where he's going, but landing spot would depend on that. So I didn't feel like confident taking that pick. Uh, Cortland Sutton, this trade rumors about, I wasn't confident in that. George Pickens. I didn't really know the upside there. Again, I wanted upside with this pick. Deontay Johnson, same thing. I didn't see either of them as being high ceiling players. Um, so I went with Gabe. I thought that made sense. Uh, and then after that, I go with Pacheco. I looked at the running backs, and I was like, well, um, I could wait. But I figured when it got back to me in the eighth round, the pickings would be a lot less. I thought there'd be like somewhat of a run. You know, this is kind of the end of that range where it's like, you know, everyone has question marks, so people are really just hammering any sort of upside. And Pacheco, you know, lead back on the Kansas City offense, that's going to come with potential touchdowns. And let's be honest, he looked very, very good in his rookie season. He'll be involved. Uh, will it be as involved as in the playoffs? Who's to say, really? But in the seventh round, you know, I think that's worth the risk. So to this point, we've got five wide receivers, two running backs. 
Um, I started looking at quarterback. We've already seen a lot come off the board, so this will be my eighth round pick, the last pick in the eighth round. And we've already seen one, two, three, four, five, six quarterbacks come off the board in the first three rounds. Another one, two, three come off the board, so we've got nine off the board in the first five rounds. Um, after that, we see Dak and Deshaun Watson go. I was considering Watson if he was there at my pick. He was not. So we're in the you know, late eighth round, and I was like, let's complete the stack. This was a round where I had projected Kirk Cousins, where Kirk Cousins' ADP was. It was actually a little bit later than his ADP. And I was like, I have Jefferson. I'm assuming taking Jefferson at one that he has a monster season. If that happens, there's going to be plenty of games where Kirk Cousins has 300 yards, three touchdowns. That's what we want. Uh, I figured it was just a very safe pick. Um, so with him there. And then Charbonnet. Uh, I go with the 901. Um, looking back, I could have definitely taken Khalil Herbert. There's also rumblings that he is not going to sign with the um, with the Bears this season. Or Montgomery. I don't know if I said his name. It, Montgomery, there's rumblings that he might not sign with the Bears. He could go. Um, honestly, it's him and Kareem Hunt are kind of rumored to potentially go to Denver because maybe Javonta Williams won't be fully healthy this season. We still don't know that situation. Um, but basically it was saying they're confident in Khalil Herbert enough to be like, we don't need to sign Dave Montgomery. We're good having Herbert and Ebner as a backup and really leaning on Herbert. They really like him. He produced very well last season. And if you're getting that in the ninth round, that's awesome, right? So I think Herbert was probably a better pick at that spot for me. Um, I thought there was a chance that he was there at the next round and I would have gone Charbonnet then Herbert. Um, but yeah, I think looking back, I probably would have preferred to take Herbert there just for that upside. But I don't. I go Charbonnet and I think that was a good pick. I think he's kind of the consensus three right now. Uh, it's going to depend on where everyone goes in the draft. It's going to depend on the landing spot. But I think most people think that he's the most... Um, I would guess the most like standard, like prototypical um, lead back build. There's a lot of running backs that are maybe smaller, maybe more change of pace backs. Um, we obviously know you're going to start off with B. John Robinson. He'll go off the board in round like one or two for fantasy, probably mid round one for actual NFL. And then you've got Gibbs behind him. But Gibbs goes in the sixth round. And then I think there is that kind of drop. And we get into everyone else. I would say three through five people debate. But I think Charbonnet right now, the community's kind of landed on as at number three. And I just figure, you know, if he lands in a really good spot, he's not going to be available in the ninth round. So I should take him now. I considered Myers, though. I considered Myers with that pick because if Myers goes somewhere in free agency, because it seems like he's not going to land in New England. Um, I'm hoping as a Patriots fan that, well, I'd like him to sign, but it doesn't seem like he's going to, that we draft uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba and then we trade for Hopkins I've seen that out there I will be happy if we don't trade for Hopkins and we just sign or I guess draft uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba but like we need something I mean we can't lose Myers and then not do anything that would be absolutely embarrassing so we'll see what happens uh, but if Myers goes somewhere it could be like the Christian Kirk effect where it's like he might go to a team that really wants him really wants to use him and he might be pretty undervalued if he's going to go to a good situation we don't know the situation right now um, so I think there's upside baked into him, but I thought grabbing my third running back at this spot was better than grabbing my sixth wide receiver. Uh, so again, go Sharpen. We make it to round 10, uh, and I basically was like, okay, late round 10. Listen, if Montgomery's not going to be on the Bears, and if he's going to go to Denver, 
it probably means that, and again, this is all speculation, but if he goes somewhere, it's to a team that wants him. And if it is Denver, he's not going to go in the late 10th round because if Javante Williams isn't going to be healthy, there's a chance he's not healthy all, all season. But if he's going to miss a good chunk, then Montgomery is going to be really, really valuable for a good chunk of the year as my fourth running back. I thought that made sense. Um, I wanted Jared Goff here, but I ended up going with Geno because, you know, I drafted Metcalf in the third round. Uh, if we're thinking, you know, early third round, first pick in the third round, if he's going to pay that off, well, I'm thinking Geno's getting there in a few weeks as well. Uh, he already signed his contract. Um, I don't think they're against drafting a quarterback, but they're going to stick with Geno still this season if they draft someone. I've heard they could draft um, Richardson, um, but someone, you know, they could just draft someone um, and really like develop them, not have to use them right away. Uh, we only care about this season for this draft. And so um, I think that made sense. Kind of just going with Gino. And if you look at the rest, if I had done it back and known what I finished with, I would have gone with Derek Carr. Because uh, after that, in the 14th round, I draft Shahid. Uh, in the 15th round, I draft Juwan Johnson. Um, I already had Olave. It would have been beautiful to have Derek Carr there, a really nice stack. Um, I didn't know I was going to end up with those players. Again, looking back, should have gone with Derek Carr. Um, but hey, you know, you win some, you lose some. So we take that pick, uh, round 12, we get Alan Lazard, uh, in that article from Matthew Berry. Uh, he talked about how Lazard in a very gross free agency class, like it's kind of like Lazard and Myers are like, you know, the, the two pieces you want. Um, there are some teams that are very interested in Lazard. One is the Ravens, which we would not like. We, we wouldn't like that landing spot for fantasy, but one is Kansas city. And if Alan Lazard lands on Kansas City, I can guarantee you he'll not be a late 12th round pick for that upside. I take him there. Um, we get to the 13th, and I'm like, okay, I don't have any tight ends at this point. Uh, I felt good about my quarterbacks. I think in this format, um, before the draft, I think once we get to like Best Ball Mania time in like May, um, those all those tournaments turn into 18 teams. This is 20 teams. I think it's totally fine to draft three quarterbacks in this format. Uh, again, you don't want to do what some of the teams I made fun of earlier and draft like seven of them. You know, um, I just noticed this team that drafted in rounds 11 through 14, Carr, Stafford, Anthony Richardson, and Sam Howell. Like it's just, it's not, you don't want to be doing that. Um, it's just shocking how many quarterbacks were coming off the board in this draft. Um, so I don't think two is probably optimal for you to do. But I thought at this point, I was like, I'm feeling good about wide receiver, right? I started off with four wide receivers. I got ones I like after that. Um, I'm feeling solid about running backs. I'm going to need three tight ends. I should start doing that. Um, we go with Chig Aconquo. Um, I've heard they could draft a tight end. That wouldn't be fantastic. We do know, though, that rookie tight ends take a little bit to develop. Of course, I draft one in the 19th round uh, in Darnell Washington. We'll go over. But the point being, I think they really like him in Tennessee. He's very athletic. He's a good receiving tight end. If they drafted um, another tight end, I think it would be more of like his backup. It's not going to be featuring someone else. Uh, and I don't know, especially if they trade Derrick Henry, they're going to have to throw the ball more. I thought uh, 13th round made sense for him there. Uh, I go with Shahid. There's not a lot behind this. It was basically just, I don't think Derek Carr's fully priced in. I do think that they could still draft um, a wide receiver. They're going to be losing um, Michael Thomas. He's not cut yet, but he's going to be cut. They own too much money. Um, so... Michael Thomas will be gone. 
Shahid looked fantastic last season. I got to think he's still going to be on the field plenty. And he's a high upside player. You know, he's definitely got to roll downfield, um, end arounds. He's going to try and get the ball into his hands to make big plays. We want big plays on underdog. After that, Juwan Johnson, again, should have gone with that Saints stack. Uh, but I think this offense is just going to be better this season. And Jawan looked fantastic. Like when he was healthy, he was catching touchdowns. He was being used over the middle of the field. Like he looked really, really good. I thought 15th round made sense for him. And then the rest, upside. Most of these picks are not going to be very good. But I go with Tim Patrick in round 16. Traditionally, you want to wait a season. So Patrick tears his ACL last summer, even before the season started. Um, I believe it was before the year started. And then usually that next season, um, kind of think about, honestly, when, when Cortland Sutton was injured, when he was coming back, wasn't as good um, his first season back. Uh, think about like Michael Gallup last season. Like it takes people usually a full year to get better. And then after that, that next season, that's when we want to target him. But I thought late 16th round, if Sutton's going to be traded away and they use Tim Patrick as their clear X receiver, it makes no sense for him to be in the late 16th round. So I thought, yes, risk. But he also tore the ACL a, a while ago. He's had like maximum time to recover. Uh, and so if he can be like decent, definitely valuable in the 16th round. Uh, I go with Jerome Ford in that article from Matthew Berry. Uh, use information when you get it right now. Uh, they talked about how, well, Kareem Hunt might be gone. Um, and so they're going to have, obviously, Nick Chubb starting. I think a lot of people think Dearness Johnson is the backup. They have said, no, uh, it's Jerome Ford. Like they really like Jerome Ford. Uh, he was a decent prospect last season, obviously not really given any opportunity because they have Chubb uh, and Kareem Hunt. But if Jerome Ford is going to be the backup to Nick Chubb, that comes with a ton of upside. 17th round, beautiful. Uh, and then Chase Brown, late 18th round, super athletic rookie. I don't know where he's going to go. The mock drafts I've seen uh, indicate that, that um, the combine was very good for him. He's moving up in the mock drafts. Um, if I put in the new... Um, projected ADPs. I think he's going to go up in the model as well for the rookie model. Uh, but yeah, just a super athlete, um, very like a change of pace back, home run hitter. And so could he be someone who isn't used a ton, but occasionally gets maybe like 10 carries. He can occasionally get to 80 and a touchdown from there. Like not consistently, he's not averaging eight yards per carry, but players like that I want in the late 18th round, right? This is usually the last pick on underdog, um, I just think he's going to go earlier than people think. And so um, that made sense there. And then Darnell Washington, um, I retweeted the picture of him, you know, working out the combine. This dude's a freak. Uh, he's going to be, he's going to be someone people just want on the field. And that's something I want for the rookies. Is he like the best receiving threat in this class? Um, I don't think people regard him as that, but he's going to be out there blocking. I think he looks good. And he definitely can be receiving that. Just saying he's not the best. Like he's still like top three in this class, I think. And so I know rookies typically don't do that much. But in the 19th round, you know, as my third tight end, if he can have 404 touchdowns, like just, just 400 receiving yards, four touchdowns, randomly use him for like four or five weeks, that is totally fine at this point. You just got to get three. Did you believe in? I believe in his talent. Uh, Long term, it's going to hit more redraft leagues you don't need to be going towards them in you know formats like this it makes sense and then david bell last round uh 12th pick of the 20th round basically uh if the article is right matthew barry article uh we talked about uh they're going to throw the ball more that's the expectation kind of makes sense right uh you go from jacoby Brissett, you go for a much more balanced offense 
running the ball a lot, using the running backs to win games. You transition into Deshaun Watson. They want to air it out, but the transition still needs to happen. Uh, it's his first games back in a very long time. He doesn't look good. Now this season, they're going to ramp up the passing game. They're going to be throwing it a lot more. If they're using uh, more like you know five wide sets, they're using more wide receivers on the field. They really liked David Bell last season. He was dreadful. Like he was awful last year. But if he develops in the offseason, they throw more, and he's on the field a ton, well, as the last pick in a 20-round draft, that's a good pick. So let me know uh, what you guys think of my team, what you think of these other teams. Please do these drafts. Like Again, it's the $3 one. I don't remember what it's called. You can see it on the site. It's just a $3. You can do slow drafts too if you don't want to sit down and do a full draft. Uh, you can do like the slow uh, eight-hour drafts. This is plus EV. I mean, if we're going to be drafting against teams like this, so many, like, there's good teams in here, but there are also like four or five teams that simply can't win. And if you're going up against that, your playoff rate is going to be insane. Please enter as many of these as you can. Again, if you don't have an account yet, use promo code FFA. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. And remember about the Discord. Get in there for free, thefansfootballvice.com. You'll see it. Just go to the um, either the homepage if I add that or under draft content. And then for everyone who has premium, bunch of premium content on the site now. So that'll do it for this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, have a hang the like button. Have a subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.